0: Welcome to the Stronger Business Podcast, where we discover how to get stronger together. What is up, entrepreneurs and business owners? Welcome back to the Stronger Business Podcast. We have a really cool guest and episode today, man. I'm super pumped. We're going to learn about disrupting a space, doing something different, something we all think we know a little bit about, but in reality, we know nothing about advertising, marketing, it scares us to death. My God, there's algorithms, there's platforms, there's stuff all over the place. Our guest today is an expert there. He's been building a company called Disruptive Advertising for over a decade. He's the CEO. He's the founder. Not only that, I mean, this thing has 160 plus employees. He's learned how to manage a business Grow a business, manage goals. There's so much we're going to learn. Jacob Badsgard, welcome to the podcast, man.
1: Chad, thanks for thanks for the great call out and intro. I'm excited to be here with you,
0: man. This is going to be fun. You uh, you're an expert in so many areas and have already accomplished so many things in business that a lot of the rest of us are trying to figure out. I mean, you. It's one thing to be really good at what you do. It's another thing when you're really good at what you do. And you can manage people, and you can have a business that's growing and scaling and keeping a handle on it, and you can help everybody win in the process. You and I were talking before we started recording about a previous employee with your company that they've left, gone on to other things and are just so grateful of their experience there. They're winning. Your clients are winning. You're winning. You're sharing information and doing awesome things like this podcast. Man, how in the world did you get here? Have you always been an entrepreneur and a business owner? Did you know what you were doing when you started 10, 12 years ago? Catch me up, man. Tell me how all this
1: came about. Yeah. You know, it's funny when you say I'm an expert in so many areas, uh, the first thing that came to mind for me, Chad, was I'm only an expert in one area and that's my own experience. (laughs) Um, (laughs) and I, and I think that's what we're all the expert of, right. Is our own experience. And so, and I still don't have it all figured out. That's what makes life a fun adventure. But when I reflect on, you know, in September of this year, we actually had a 10 year anniversary bash for the, for the company. And, um. One of the things that is really tricky in life is when we measure ourselves against our ideal, um, life feels like hell, to be perfectly honest, because we're <laughs> never enough. We're never enough. and um, But when we measure ourselves based on our, on our past, Chad, both of you and I could look back at the last 90 days, last three years, last 10 years, and we'd say, whoa, I've actually grown a lot in that time period. And so when you ask that question, I think, man, how did I get here? That's what brings up the gratitude. That's what helps me see the growth in myself, instead of constantly comparing myself to some future ideal version that I'm not yet, you know. And uh, ten years ago, I just saw a gap in the marketplace. I've I grew up in a family; there was ten children uh, in my family. I was number six, so right smack dab in the middle, and. I had to learn how to make my own money since the time I was eight years old if I wanted to get the things I wanted in life. And um, so I've been hustling for a long time at this point. <laughs> I love that.
0: That's a, yeah, from an early age with that big of a family, you you had to figure it out. <laughs> yeah.
1: And, and then as far as Disruptive is concerned, I thought I was going to be an analytics, a web analytics consultant freelancing as my career path. After I worked for a few years um, in the corporate world. And I'll, I'll tell you what, I got really good at that. And I kept helping businesses track their marketing, connect that with their actual business outcomes and performance. And I could come back to them and I would say, hey, here's where if you make the changes in your marketing, it's going to produce the best impact for you. And this is where this is where the business was born. My, my consultancy didn't last long. Uh, it was called Found ROI. And I can help you find the ROI in your data. But, you know, Chad, it actually wasn't that great of a name because everyone would ask me, what's (laughs) found, Roy? Kind of like, where's Waldo? (laughs) Waldo?" That that tells you something
0: behind the education that that we give the business owners and entrepreneurs. Yeah, yeah, that says enough there.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And so here's what happened. And here's here's where the magical moment was. Every time I would come back to them and say, here's exactly what you can do to improve your business performance by making these marketing changes as informed by the data. And they would say, that's awesome. Thanks for bringing that to the table. We don't have the bandwidth or the expertise to do that ourselves. Can you just do it for me? And I said, well, I'm not a marketer, but I can probably figure it out. And so I went from being the analytics guy to the, I now use analytics to help you make great marketing decisions that will actually translate into business results. and so that's that's how it started 10 years ago.
0: Man, that is an awesome story. And I feel like that aligns with probably the majority of us. How we started or what we started out doing inside a business or even as an employee has pivoted just a little bit over time. And now I I feel like we found the pain points and found where the place is where we land, where we're able to serve the best. And that's a that's a pretty common story I hear, and that's it's awesome because you your clients had a need, and it was bigger than what you were currently doing, and you said, "Hey, I can I can figure out I don't I don't know how to do this necessarily, but I can figure out how to fulfill fulfill this need." And here we are, a huge company celebrating ten years later. I love that. Now you mentioned something when we started this thing off, which I love that you know we're never satisfied or never never at a place in our business or on our entrepreneur journey where we're like, this is it. I've made it. I'm stopping. It's, we're always pushing. And for me, I, I steady move the goalpost. And when we think back, like you said, it, it, it you look at things and you become very appreciative and grateful. Um, my wife turned me on to something that she heard from Dak Shepard. He kind of brings into perspective and says a lot of times, you know, I think about things like from my 16 year old self, if I'm 16 year old Chad and I look at where I'm at right now, like, it's like, this is the freaking what? You've got a business? Like, you got like multiple cars? You, you have a house? Like, it's a, you have a family? Like, you like look at it from like, you think about, okay, cause same thing for me. It's like, man, I, I want to do this and I want to accomplish this. And now I'm here and I want to go there. But when you back up and you look at it from these different phases of 25 year old Chad and 16 year old Chad, I'm like, man, I would never believed where I'm at right now. And I'm like, would have been just mind blown. Like this would be the greatest life ever. And it is. And we need to make sure we don't lose sight of that. So I I love how you kind of brought that into play. Um, Now, tell me a little bit about disruptive advertising and what y'all do different. Um, I I, I love this. Uh, You mentioned 76% of ad spend for a lot of businesses is completely wasted flush down the toilet. Um, it's just not beneficial or not being spent in the, in the right place. I, I'm assuming that's something you recognized and a little bit contributed to the name of disruptive advertising. Let's tell me a little more about that and the business
1: side yeah. of things. Well, I'll tell you what's disruptive about that, Chad, is you don't have to outspend your competition to win in the marketplace. You just need to You just need to be smart about how you spend your dollars. And um, a lot of people do marketing more from the should. And I I should be doing these things. So I'm spending the money in the areas that I think it needs to go. You and I chatted about that for a minute. And and unfortunately, there's a few things that if you don't dial it in first, you're going to just spend money and you're not going to see business results. And something that I'm very passionate about is that Many, there's not very many marketers in the world that know how to translate marketing success into business results. They, yes. wanna, they, want, they want high fives from the owner. They want high fives from whoever when they say, hey, we ranked higher on this or look at this cool stat that moved and this and this and this, but it doesn't move the bottom line or the revenue for the business. And um, so I think marketers have a role to play in this. And then I think owners and business leaders have a role to play in this. And the first things first is having what we refer to as a win-win-win-minded goal. We have a goal for the business that inspires us because we see how it serves our customer. We see how it serves our employees. And we see how it serves the business so that we can grow and be profitable. And that's a goal that gets the discretionary part of our hearts into the project, whether that be as an entrepreneur or whether that be as a marketer. Once we understand what the goal is and why that's the goal and how it serves everyone, um, then our hearts get behind it and we're able to create in a very different place. Once we have the right goal, we now need to translate that into a marketing-specific goal. All right, for us to hit that revenue number that translates into wins for our customers, that translates into wins for our employees, what's the marketing number that if we hit that would actually facilitate us hitting that revenue goal? And now we have a good why behind the marketing goal and you give a good goal with a good why to the right marketer. And that's where magic happens. And they say, okay, I've got to stay on track because that's the number that matters. And now I know why it matters and it matters to me too. And then we put together a plan of if that's the goal, I've got to evaluate where we're currently at and what would need to be different for us to hit that goal. And then I can come back and say, Chad, Here are the things as a marketer that I see if we change them over the next 90 days over the next year, they give us the best chance of hitting that number that matters most. And that's how we do things differently at Disruptive. We're still not perfect at that either, but we we sure that is how we approach and do our best with that. Uh, Because I'm going to be honest, a lot of business owners don't really know what they want and So that's that in and of itself is a fun thing that we like to be involved with. What's your goal? Why is that your goal? You know, I haven't really asked myself that question. Okay, well, let's get into it. But when those things align, you can feel we've got the right goal translated into the right marketing goal and the right marketer that can go and execute against that, man, it just gets fun. That's like, that's when business feels fun.
0: Absolutely, man. And that's exciting to hear. It's a it is a completely different approach than, than I've ever experienced. Uh, most of the time it's you come in the door and you're, what's your marketing budget? Or, you know, what what are you looking for in, in ad spend or what are you looking for from a marketing side of outsourcing? And so for you all to get involved and say, hey, what's what's your goals? Let's not let's not throw money at something that's going to take you somewhere you don't want to be or or throw money down the toilet when you don't even know what your goals are. So it sounds like to me, for our listeners, for our business owners, entrepreneurs out there, before you start spending money, whether it's ad spend or hiring a marketing firm or whatever it may be, you need to think about your goals. You need to think about what, how you want your business to, to serve you, to serve the clients, what type of clients you want, what's the business goals, what's your personal goals. Because you're right, that's the first step. And what are we doing and why? You, I I I am guilty of, especially back in my younger days, man, you point me in a direction and I run. And, and I've had a couple of businesses that, that I sold that I got pointed and I ran. I ran really hard and I marketing growth scale. And I got somewhere even beyond where I thought I could get. And I looked at everything. And I said, this isn't I don't quite know how I got here. It, it's financially successful, but this isn't what I want. I've, I've grew something that I don't even want. And so that's, that I'm a, I'm an example of the wrong way to do things from that perspective. So I, I love that. Is that, is that something you recognize from the start? Is that something that you just over time were able to see the flaw and how other people are doing things? How did you figure that out? Yeah. <laughs>
1: Well, Chad, it's the only way any of us figure anything out. You have to do it the other way first. <laughs> how would you, how would you even be know? The answer, yeah, <laughs> yeah. How would you even know what it's like to be aligned and authentic and working on the thing you really care about, unless you played around with not being authentic, not working on the thing you really cared about? And that's where, if I'm going to come back to that point, that's why we don't compare ourselves against our ideal. Because comparing ourselves against the ideal is where we always just feel like we're failing. Um, and and when, when our thoughts and feelings are about failing, then we actually create more of that. When we look back at, whoa, what I'm focused on, these, these are the questions I like to ask myself. These are the questions I like to ask other business owners. Tell me about a customer success story that inspires you. Tell me about an employee growth story that inspires you. Tell me if you could have more of that, do you, do you want to grow more of those or do you want to just grow revenue, even if it's with fewer of those customer success, success stories or fewer of those employee growth experiences? And um, it's a really easy way to get back to center and say, what really matters here? And I want to grow my business and any business as much as it's aligned with the thing that truly inspires us, which is. Actually serving and helping our customers, actually serving and helping our employees. And when I'm in that mindset, there is no lack of energy and passion.
0: Man, this There's is why I, this is why I love podcasts. It's like one on one consulting for me. This this is huge for me right now. Cause I'm I'm trying to help one of my team members figure out their role and their next step inside the business. And I haven't heard or used the word inspire in business in a really long time. And so just thinking about what, what inspires me, what inspires her, what inspires our customer, like bringing it back to that, that is a powerful word, man. And when we ask those questions, that, that reframes a lot of the way I'm thinking about stuff, and looking at stuff on items of meetings I'm having today. So I love that. That's super cool. Um, yeah. So so once once that's figured out, once a business owner they know their goals, they know what they're inspired by, they know where they want to go. How do they, how do they know what's the right move next? Is it should they be a certain size before they start engaging with a firm like you guys? Um, should they do things on their own to learn first? What's that's probably one of the biggest questions I get, and and I don't know anything about marketing is like when. When do I hire somebody, or do I hire somebody doing it as a side hustle? Do I hire somebody for X amount per month? This an established firm like you guys? Do I find somebody? Do I let my receptionist handle marketing? what What are the right steps, and when does a when should
1: a business take those steps? Yeah, the um, what I know to be true is that. I always know the answer to the questions I'm asking myself. The question is, do I have the courage to act on it?
0: Right. Yeah. Um,
1: And so I I would actually say to you and to I and to anyone that's listening, is you already know the answer to that for your business. It's do you have the courage to act on it? And where I struggle uh, and have struggled a lot is I'm more of that visionary mindset that says, I see how we can change the world with everything that we're doing. And then when I take that vision straight to tactical execution, it confuses and disorients my company. Okay, um, they think I'm crazy. I think I'm crazy. We're going all over the place. What's going on? Right? Like that's the. So I would say before even moving into marketing, when 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 an entrepreneur, a business owner, a business leader reorients themselves on their own why, and the reason why life feels painful is because we're not listening, and then it gets more painful until we listen, and then when we listen and we say, oh yeah, now I remember what inspires me. Well, sometimes the answer, Chad, is you don't want to do the thing you're doing anymore.
0: More times than not, and that's that probably the answer. That's that's guided me more than anything yeah. else, probably. Yeah,
1: yeah. Now let's. I'm going to answer your question, assuming that we still want to run the business that we're running. We've refound our passion. <laughs> we've refound our ignition. Okay. <laughs> to me, it's then translating that vision into strategy, and I've found that that works best for me when I have a smaller group that understands my nature. And that can operationalize and financially strategize how to translate that big vision into a more realistic, okay, what can we actually get done over the next three years um, to make that real? And then once we've kind of got clarity on that, then they can actually go to the team and say, here's, here's where we're going in the next three years. What would we do in the next one year to make the most progress on that? And then they go to their individual contributors and say, here's what we're doing over the next year. What can we do over the next 90 days that would make the biggest difference to that as well? So that's aligning everyone from top to bottom, whether that's in a small or a larger organization. Um, and then the person that's the marketer that's, res- that's responsible for growing revenue and doing marketing in the organization now has clarity on what needs to happen. Now, if we don't have that person in the organization, we've got a couple of options. We've got the contractor freelance option. We've got the hire internally option, and we've got the hire an agency option. And I own a marketing agency, and I'll be the first to admit that a marketing agency sometimes is the right answer, and sometimes is not the right answer. And um, so we, we specialize in companies that are more in that 3 to $50 million range. That's where we just do really well. We're not great in that getting it off the ground stage. Um, we're great at you've got that initial traction. We can be that performance marketing team in a box that really helps take it to the next level. And we won't even work with you if we don't believe in your goal and what you're trying to accomplish.
0: <laughs> oh, I love that. That's huge. Because
1: <laughs> how do I get the best out of my people if we don't believe in the clients that we're working with? Like it just doesn't work, you know? Yeah. Um, and so that's where I, it, it just kind of depends on the stage of the business and, and what the needs are. But yeah, that's kind of how I would reverse engineer determining what I need.
0: That makes sense. I I'll, I'll love that. And I, I'm a huge fan of, of EOS and breaking breaking things down, taking your vision and your goal, and what's the three-year, what's the one-year, what's the 90-day or quarterly kind of scorecard and goals inside of that. Um, I do have a question for you there because this is where I struggle as a business owner. Um, In my tax firm, we run EOS and try to be very disciplined with it. Um, I've seen a lot of success in that model. I've, I've had clients that's 10x, 20x their business through through running traction in EOS. As the CEO, as the founder, I'm quick to pivot. And so I get hung up in wanting to see through the goals and the scorecards and the weekly meetings and all the things consistently with what we laid out. But at the same time, I'm steady seeing other opportunities or small pivots, but I I don't know whether I should do that or not. How much does that confuse my team? How much do I Do I take us away from, you know, where we're going? Um, For you, you've been able to, again, you're 10 years in, you have way more employees than most businesses ever have a chance at, at even thinking about having, how how have you navigated that as the founder and CEO behind what you've grown?
1: Yeah. I mean, messy was the first word that came to mind when you asked that question. (laughs) Um, That makes me feel better. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I I feel like there's things I nailed it. And I feel like there's things where where I haven't Um, my because my brain can't help but think about um, what we're building towards. I am I do my best when I keep people aligned to the why we're doing it. And and that's okay. when I try to do when I try to figure out how for people, then it disempowers them and they don't like working with me and I feel frustrated and all of those things. So anytime it feels like I want to pivot and move in a direction and they're not aligned with me, I just have to come back to that. Why are we doing this? Why are, like, why are we doing this? How does this align with where we're going? And, and when I do that, it actually keeps me like, that's my job as the CEO and the visionary is make sure that we're all aligned on the why. And then in my brain, it's like, why, why don't we just have this all done next week? When sometimes it takes months, quarters, or years to a- implement and execute those things. And so similar to you, Chad, you've got your podcast, you've got your event, you've got these great things that you're working on because we, we, we do kind of just think and move at different paces than our companies do at some point. So I've, I've got my passion project, which is disruptive university that I can kind of go and let be my distraction and my yes. go and drive and experiment and test and do all of those things. Um, just like you're doing with your podcast and event, and I'm sure other areas as well so that I, I can honor and channel that energy in me rather than spilling it all over the company and kind of making things more complicated than they need to
0: man i love that so and that's a great way to look at it and a great mindset to have behind our other ventures or our other side gigs outside of our our main businesses that's the place where we're really letting our entrepreneurial spirit run wild and really making changes and moving fast and you're out right, i i i want to I want to completely revamp something and do it next week. Um, But I I just, (laughs) God, I I, I had to lose my team halfway through that um, in my tax business. And so that's an awesome just mindset. And I love the way you, you approach that of, I can't, I don't want to change. I don't want to, you know, really stifle my entrepreneur spirit and my habits. Let me harness that somewhere else. Let me protect what I've got here. And let's try to stay true to what we're growing and doing in our and our goals and our why here, man. That's that's awesome. That's super smart. What um what else do you see from from a business standpoint of kind of that alignment of business model goals and their marketing strategy? I know that's I don't think I've everybody ever seen anybody put those in the same sentence, but we've talked a little bit about how important that is for our goals and our marketing strategy and and plan to align, but you kind of bring business model into it too what what are your thoughts behind why that's important and how those three things connect
1: yeah well there's you know i guess there's a lot of things that play into that but when you ask that question where my mind goes if i don't understand why i'm doing what i'm doing it i it it, it will never bring the best out of me so mm-hmm. we've got the why figured out now we've translated that why into a business strategy that makes sense. And you've talked about EOS and other models that we can use to kind of help turn that vision into a strategy that's actionable. And then once we have it into something that's actionable, we now know where we're going. And for a map to be effective, you need two things. Where are we at today? Where are we going? And with those two, de- with those two points on, on the map, I can now get there. And um, from a marketing standpoint, and maybe just pulling it back to that, When I can come to my marketing team and say, this is the number that when we hit that number, that's what helps us achieve the business goal. And then they now feel ownership over that number as well. And I say, I'm excited for you to do all the things you want to do. And I need you to explain why that will work in contributing to that number that helps us accomplish our goal. Um, And once we've got that, the marketing piece actually becomes pretty straightforward, to be perfectly honest, because um, everyone's just on the same page and not chasing a bunch of stuff.
0: Yeah, that makes sense. And you help paint the picture that really from a visual standpoint kind of light bubbling off for me is okay, I know my goals. I know where i you know, if I'm if I'm going on a road trip, I know where I want to go and I know my goals. But the business model or the or the business strategy side is more the map of how to get there. It's thinking about where you're at, where am I at, and what's the what's the map, what am I viewing as the steps to get me to that goal and then bringing in the marketing piece. So that, that kind of helped me align how important that business model or business strategy is because that's, that's really the steps inside of every day and every month and every quarter of how you start moving and keeping you on track to accomplish those goals. And if you're going on a road trip, how to keep you, you know, on track to, to your destination. So I love that. Well, man, there's, Again, you. I knew when we started this thing off that uh, there we could talk for four hours if we wanted to, with your expertise and what you've grown and what you know and what you've learned in the in the ad space. Um, but from for today's episode, and I definitely want to do this again. We have we have reached the part of the podcast which is my favorite part of the whole podcast. This is where we really learn how to get stronger on the Stronger Business Podcast to get stronger. We have to max out. Um, we have to go one thing, one tactic, one tip, one takeaway. Jacob, if you could leave our audience, if they don't remember anything else, if you could leave them with one thing right now as your max out moment this episode, what would that be, man?
1: Yeah. I've spent a lot of um, blood, sweat, and tears trying to find the answers outside of me. And it's never worked. Um, I always have the answer. And I only look for answers outside of me when I don't have the courage to act on what I know to already be true. And so the one takeaway is, hey, you you already know the answer to the thing that's giving you anguish right now. It's just a matter of having the courage to act on it. And I believe that you can do that. So just make it happen.
0: Man, that's awesome. I love that. And that's so 100% true. God, that like gives me chills and also just scares me a little bit because it's so true. Where do people (laughs) find you at? Where do they connect? How do people follow along? Um, Tell our audience uh, how they can engage with you, man.
1: Yeah. Um, The best place to connect with me personally is on LinkedIn. That's where I the most active, Jacob Badsgard, lots of A's, you'll find me. Um, <laughs> uh, the agency is disruptiveadvertising.com. So if you're in that spot of, you know, three to 50 million and, and looking, we do we do free strategy sessions because they're fun for us anyway. So go check us out and we can have a conversation. And then keep your eye out. I'm actually uh, launching Disruptive University and, and that will be available. Um, and so you can go and check out a lot of what we teach and practice and learn. And that's where we'll just be giving it all away. So you can go check that out too.
0: I love it. And soon to be podcast and books and all sorts of stuff coming along, right? That's right. Yes, I love it, man. Well, I tell you what, you, you type my name into Google, you type Chad Brown into Google, you got to sort through a lot of stuff to find me. You put your name into Google, man, you own that space. Um, so all those A's are coming in handy right <laughs> <up> now. <Yeah. laughs> oh, That's man, right. This has been yeah. awesome. I encourage you, all of you out there, Go check out Jacob. Go check out Disruptive Advertising. Um, So many awesome things happen on what they're doing and just helping entrepreneurs, business owners win and grow their business and figure out their goals and, and really just align all those things between model goals and marketing. And so check it out. Hope you go out, have an awesome weekend, get stronger and find those answers within yourself. See you next week. Thank you so much for joining us on this episode of the Stronger Business Podcast. We're excited to come to you again next week with more tools and tactics to help you get stronger in your business and in your life. Check us out on Instagram at Stronger Business or follow us uh, on our website at StrongerBusiness.com. Have an awesome rest of your day and we'll see you next week.